make him fly also. The fact is, we'll probably land at whatever time, 6.30 local time, I think it is, which will be 9.30 our time. And we'll eat, we'll eat as early as possible, get to bed and then get up in the morning, have our, our, pre, our breakfast and pre-match and get ready for the game. Is that a part of the world you haven't been to? It's not, actually. I'm looking forward to it. It's meant to be beautiful. Um, so I am looking forward to, to going to Vancouver. But, you know, the trip is only worthwhile if we come back with three points. Charlotte's Soccer Show, John Hayes. Danny Brams, you heard it there from the gaffer himself, Danny. The trip at, out to Vancouver, it's an exciting trip. It's a very, very long trip, but the trip is for one reason, Danny, and it's to come back to Charlotte with three points. Let's do it. Let's go get some road wins, baby. Why not? Uh, why not us? You know, everything uh, is new under Dean. So why not? I want to thank you, uh, everyone, for being here on our match day preview, getting started a little bit later than we first plan to on a Wednesday night. That's my fault. The TIFO's committee is going to meet later and decide what uh, punishment I should get for screwing up the original stream. But it looks like everybody got jumped onto the new stream. So we thank you and welcome everybody who's here to talk match day two. And the reason that so many people are here, obviously, is because we're a winning club and everybody loves to support a winning club. Right, Johnny? That's exactly right. And, and there's a winning manager here in Charlotte right now. It's uh, the first time that the crown is above 500. And yes, it's only one game into the season, but it, it seems like people are are noticing Charlotte FC at this point. And uh, we, we had a special guest, another special guest this week, Danny Brams from our friends um, over at MLS Season Pass at Apple. I had a conversation with uh, one of uh, MLS's greatest players, would you say? I'd say. I mean, he's he's one of those guys that not only for what he did in MLS, Sasha Kleistian, but also um, as far as an MLS export who achieved some great things. You know, three three Belgian titles, nothing to shake a stick at and playing in the Champs League. Um, yeah, love uh, love uh, Sasha Kleistian. And pretty interesting that he kind of knew Brecht Deagra from his time over there. He was kind of critical of Brecht, but I'm thinking he knew a much younger Brecht. He knew like a young kid Brecht. He doesn't know what Brecht's capable of now. So I, I forgave him for that, but that's really good. Check it out on the channel. And it got me kind of fired up to know that finally Apple people and national eyes are kind of taking a little bit different view of Charlotte, even after just one game. It's nice. I think that's a sign, not only because Charlotte FC Danny is one and oh with, with three points and, and now five straight clean sheets which is unbelievably impressive, right? That's that's the first thing that's happening under Dean Smith. But I think what MLS season pass and Apple and the people there in those executive offices are starting to see is, is that we've got 70, 60,000, 30,000, 45,000 fans showing up to these matches here in Charlotte. And Charlotte FC supporters are setting the standard for what it's like to support their MLS team. And there's a there's a manager here, Danny, that is is embracing that, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, Dean Smith is, he's like, he. you know how you say someone, what do the people say? Oh, he's a breath of fresh air. Oh, he's a breath of fresh air, you know? But it's like Dean Smith is like, continue, it's like the, the air just can't get any fresher. It's like we're climbing a mountain, you know? It's like at a certain point, just that that air just gets cleaner and cleaner till it almost is like that fresh air and that oxygen is just getting you high. Because like everything that Dean says just makes me more and more fired up about the club. He spoke huge today. Um, he said a lot of great things. I know you, you've been working dutifully. You've been, you were 
paying close attention at this press conference, making sure getting all the important cuts that we're going to be playing for the, the TFOs who are here in the, in the stream tonight. And uh, I love every time Dean speaks, I like him even more, I guess is what I'm trying to say. A lot of words to say that. Especially when you get a chance to ask him some fun questions. What was it like yeah. to see such a great reaction from your home country in the opener? Tons of uh, British and UK publications did all kinds of write-up and you really, you really made a splash. I know there's a long way to go, but that was one of your stated goals was to sort of test your wits in a different culture. How did it feel to be successful in your first go? It was great to be successful on the first go, that's for sure. But um, as far as you know, um, what we got from the UK, I've, I've no idea what was out there. Don't, I'm not one who goes looking. They're for all that. over it, man. They're, every publication has a Dean Smith is going to prove them wrong article from Shropshire to <laughs> London, man. I'm telling you. Well, I, I don't do I don't do much media re reading or social media reading for that. You know, I've got I've got too many things on uh, on my plate to worry about that. So one thing we know is that Dean is not watching the show this evening, and he's not reading The Sun uh, over uh, the, the famous the, British publication. Or the Daily Mail, or The Independent, where uh, Trent Krim, you know, is from, of Ted Lasso fame. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Do you buy it, John? I mean, I guess I should have known that. I guess I, sh I walked myself right into a uh, generic, I don't pay much attention to that stuff answer but i thought it was like a really well-framed question you know if i can you know a little bit here i thought you know hey I, I i'm gonna sort of set him up you know with this whole thing and he's like uh he didn't care he's like i live in america now i'm i'm, I'm, I'm i'll be a citizen within the next nine months don't don't talk to me about the uk anymore it, it was a great moment in the press conference today and i think uh, I, I had the chance to to talk to dean smith about you mentioned brett diagre and i think what we saw Last weekend at the keep, we saw uh, Scotty Arfield come in in that super sub role. And, and on Charlotte Soccer Show, you know, we love uh, Scotty Arfield. We think he's got a chance to, to bag goals this season when, when healthy him and Patrick Ajamong as well. Two players that didn't even feature in the first match. And, and here's here's Dean on the is he a Canadian or is he a Scotsman? Yeah, I think when we when we play with just the one sitter and two eights, I think he can be an eight. I think when we play two and a one, he, he can be the ten. Um, he rolled his ankle a little bit after three or four minutes of coming out coming on on Saturday, um, so he didn't train in the early part of the week. But you know, uh, being the true Canadian he is, he's put himself forward for the uh, for the uh, for the last two days of training. Um, but he'll be a Scotsman this Saturday. <laughs> he gave himself a nice little shimmy shake after that as well. He uh, he was feeling himself uh, towards the end of this press conference today. Yeah, yeah. As our good friend Greg the Orange Goats uh, commented on Twitter, stereotypes for the win, right? But, I mean, you know, it, it is kind of fun to have uh, a little playfulness with Scott's dual nationalities. And, uh, hey, you know, at least they're good stereotypes. Uh, Canadians, hard workers, Scotsmen, uh, just, just sons of bitches. And uh, hopefully Scott <laughs> has a chance to be that. Uh, for 20, 30 minutes against Vancouver. I don't expect him to start, but uh, I said at the beginning, I said in our season preview show, Johnny, Scott Arfield is going to score important goals this year, and uh, he could he could get started uh, on Saturday for all I'm concerned. It's nice to know that 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 he is healthy, the Scotsman, and also that the American, Patrick Ajamong, is healthy as well. And Patrick Ajamong, he's available for selection. Danny Brams, what do you make of Big Pat and his potential impact in British Columbia. I mean, not only available for selection, even possibly starting, right? I, I mean, he didn't, Dean didn't rule out starting. He was asked directly, 
could could Patrick start? Could Nifa start? And he said, possibly. They've both done great in training this week. And Patrick kind of was off to the side for a day. Patrick had a limited day of training on Wednesday and then full training on Thursday. Or excuse me. No, I'm sorry. I'm th- I was thinking of Arfield. Patrick actually had a limited last week and came back to full training this week. Excuse me. That's what I meant to say. Uh, so Patrick having a good training week, Nimfa having a good training week. And so that's great. You know, both of them, I, I think possibly one of them might start. I know Dean also said that he's fine with Kerwin on the right. We had always kind of thought Kerwin should be on the left, but was filling in on the right because Tavares needed to be on the left. That's how I kind of saw it last week. Dean says, no, he actually likes Kerwin on the right. He thinks Kerwin can be more impactful on the right. So that might actually stay in place. Um, but if Ajumon an necessity pretty much at this point for his crosses, you know, I, I think he can be more direct coming from the right. Um, I think when he comes inside, you know, from the left, he's he's coming into a lot of traffic at times. Um, you know, I I think when he comes when he when he go, gets the ball on the right, he can either go to the line and you know deliver crosses or he can go direct to goal as well because he's got that pace and you know the ability on the ball. And he he said exactly that, Danny. I just want to hear it from the man himself, right? You you are you are so in tune at these press conferences. You can you can absolutely bring to the table what what he did, and that that's exactly right. So it's fun to it's fun to to think about Kerwin Vargas on that right side, and and the tactical plan is also something that was discussed today. There there certainly won't be major changes. Um, you know, there could be different changes in terms of. Uh, tactical outlook on it because of the way they play. Um, you know, I've looked at the way some of the games that they've played, and you know, from what I've seen, without the ball, the three four three with the ball. You know, uh, it's pretty much a, a three, a one, a four, and a two. So, you know, there's there's going to be different aspects of the of the game that we have to work on to be ready for them. This is now, I think, for our TIFOs from our tremendous friends of the show. Thanks for everybody being here live. This is uh, for the the OGs. Danny, let's get into some tactical talk on right. Charlotte's Soccer Show. Hey, you know, yeah. t- typically it's 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 something we haven't really um, taken a dive into recently. But I, I, I say we should do it tonight now that we know that Patrick Ajumon is available. Enzo Capetti is mm-hmm. available. That means a two-striker system possible on Saturday away at Vancouver and with that in mind what's your take on how those two players uh can get on the field at the same time and how potentially uh, Scott Arfield can impact this match to start them both at the top I don't think Dean's going to do that you know but he did mention that from his scouting what he sees in Vancouver he's seen them play the 3-4-3 and I do see Vancouver you know potentially doing that three-man back line one thing that's weird when we talk tactics on this on this uh, this matchup, right? Vancouver's going to be without their head coach. Their head coach is like suspended for the first game of the year because he went absolutely off like a madman uh, in their uh, playoff elimination last season. It was actually kind of fun, one of the more fun moments of the postseason. But um, yeah, I could still see them show, coming up in that three man back line. So a two striker, it may not start that way, but I could see if we need a goal late, whether it's to hold the lead or to go get a lead. Like that might be a way to overpower a three-man backline is to just like leave Enzo in and just bring Patrick in, you know, maybe bring one of our defenders out and sub an attacker for a defender type of thing and uh, go that way. And what's interesting to me is that 
you know, when you think about those two players being on the pitch at the same time, it, it, it makes Charlotte FC such a difficult road opponent, right? Because it feels like you're you're rolling out your full arsenal and you you're trying to to score goals and mm-hmm. you heard uh, Dean Smith today you caught one thing that he said is that I, the the standard the, the performance against uh, New York City FC at home on on Saturday was a 6 out of 10 out of a scale of 10 I thought that was yeah, interesting that was what he said Loved that but that. but he said the 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 defensive uh, rating was an eight out of 10. Right. So I think that sets the foundation for this club. And that's, that's really, really, really nice to, to see. And I think one, one other person, Danny, that has a huge impact right now on what's, what's happening tactically uh, with Charlotte FC is, is the assistant coach right now is miles Joseph, the, the assistant that was, was brought in from Portland. He's been, He's been in the Western Conference for for a while, and you know, you've been at media availability. I've been there as well. You can see him interacting with the guy and he, the guys, the players, and he's had uh, quite an impact on the club. I asked Dean Smith about him today. He knows the Western Conference like the back of his hand. He's worked in it for for a long time, um, you know. So when we have games like this against Vancouver, he comes into his own. Um, so yeah, he's been a really good hire so far. Um, you know. And I'll keep him on his toes. So that's what I say so far. There he, there he is again. <laughs> he can't help himself. Yeah, he right, just can't right. help himself from being a little cheeky there. He, lo- he loves to be cheeky at the press conferences. And mm-hmm. you know, typically, I, I think uh, you wouldn't necessarily, Danny, uh, you know, have a show like this with a manager where you're, you're having fun at a press conference. You're asking a good question. He's being open and honest about the club because that's never happened. Before in Charlotte, I've seen his right. So, right. We don't know what that's like. Yeah, we've never experienced that before. Yeah, I love it. Um, I, I I was at training today for the first 15 minutes. They let people show up if you uh, pretend that you're media like we like to do. And uh, I uh, uh, saw Miles Joseph work getting very hands-on in this passing drill that they were doing to start. You know, And this is just sort of their opening drill before they really get into the heart of the training. And he's like going all out. The, the coach is going all out. And when the coach is going all out in the drill – that forces the players to go all out in the drill. So I liked what Miles was doing just from what I saw, even before you got a chance to ask Dino about that. So that was cool. I love the so far, you know, it makes me think of the Homer Simpson meme. Like, you know, you know, he's doing pretty good so far. You know, it's never good enough. But I also think not only does Miles Joseph know the Western Conference like the back of his hand, as Dean said, he knows Vancouver. This is by working for Portland for so long. If you know, uh, you know the Cascadia Cup is the is the series that it's sort of the three way series between Vancouver, Portland, and Seattle. It's very hotly contested. Cascadia oh, Cup yeah. matches mean a whole hell of a lot. So we know Miles Joseph has like some he Miles Joseph hates Vancouver Whitecaps. Let's just put it out there. Let's just let's just reveal. You know he won't say it, so I can say it for him. But like there's there's a little bit of that aspect going on that he wants to go get this win. So. I think it's good. I think he's going to help with the road trip, with the adjustment and everything. You know, Dino, you know, I mean, what is it? How do you – it's a it's a flight, so it's not much you can do. But to fly 3,000 miles to go do your job, the time zones are different. He seemed, he seemed to brush it off a little bit today. Like, he seemed a little unconcerned with the whole time zone switch and keeping the bodies on Eastern time and getting the heat dinner and the scheduling and all that. Seemed to me like he really was not all – concerned about it maybe is he taking it a little too lightly well it's an interesting topic of conversation i think for a couple of reasons i think vancouver does feel like a place that is very far away it's a place that the manager has never been right, right? and so in that situation it feels like a, a daunting task it almost feels like a uh, 
UEFA competition, whether it be the mm-hmm. uh, the Champions League or whether more so like the um, uh, the what is it? The, it's not Europa. It's the Conference League. The, the Conference League. Yeah, you're well you're well familiar with the Conference League as a Tottenham supporter. I know I know you. Uh, have a lot of a conference league experience, yeah. but yeah, it's I thought like- about I thought about wearing my '91 uh, FA Cup Spurs kit uh, today from Rare and Retro Soccer on the show, but I voted against it. And uh, shout out to Rare and Retro, I had a good time. And uh, we're not going to see them on Saturday, though. We're Danny. We're going to see Sunshine Shop. Um, we're going to see our friends at Sunshine Shop on uh, Saturday at the it. Hot that, Fly. Say that five times fast. <laughs> Sunshine Shop Fly. Hot fly. Right? Yeah. The hot fly watch party. I'm pumped about that. But first, no, the travel is a is a serious uh, point of view. But it's also, I think, there's a lighter side of it as well, and it's and it's and it's why what um, makes talking to this manager so fun. You know, I'm trying to decide whether it's going to be like a five hour bus journey in the UK, or is it just a is it literally a five hour plane journey that's going to take you out of you? I've got to, you know, sample that for the first time. Um, you know. But led by the performance team and, and the and the coaching team, we've all done it many times before. Um, but we're trying to be, you know, as consistent as we can be for the players. So, you know, uh, we land and, and eat, and you know, so our body our body clocks aren't out too much. A five hour bus ride in the UK. Where do you think that'll get you? You know, you're you're in London. You can you get up to Manchester in five hours by bus. Probably you can def- definitely do it by by train, but probably not by bus. I think it depends on traffic on the M5. I mean, you know, yeah. as, far as, yeah. as far as I know, I don't know. But uh, it's, it's, um, when you when you're in the West Midlands and you're and you're managing there and you're you're coming up and you're at a lower club. Imagine those bus rides mm-hmm. that that Dean Smith did early in his career in the UK, and now he's now he's hopping on a jet and and flying 3,000 miles to play a, right. a match against a Western what, Conference squad. What I always by the way, this is, is this the first time that Charlotte – this is the first time that Charlotte FC is playing uh, in Vancouver, isn't it? In or Vancouver, they yeah. We, they came here in 2022. Yeah, yeah yes. for sure. In, in Vancouver. So that's exciting And they well. started like a 10-year-old at goalkeeper in Miguel Angel Ramirez. Like, Remember when, when MAR yes. was like more – he was like more into like cons- like help consoling the little 15-year-old kid that we like beat than he was yeah. like celebrating with his team that got a home win. That, that should have been our first clue. <laughs> uh, I, I remember that vividly. Absolutely right. That should have, that should have been the first clue. There's there's no doubt about that, Danny. Um, but so let's just let's just really dive into the fact that while Charlotte FC is traveling out to Vancouver with a with a lot of of players who can get the job done, this is maybe the most interesting topic that could come out of this press conference, especially if you're thinking about Charlotte FC from a long-term point of view. Remember, this is the the match day two preview show, but there's something happening in the bigger picture as well. We're still in negotiations, um, you know, uh, so we're hoping to have a player within the next seven days. Um, you know, we've had movement a little bit. Diani's gone back to France now for his interview, for these for these appointments as well. So um, hopefully we can get that through pretty quick as well. Um, but we're certainly trying to move on a couple now. Once again, a reminder of the the visa process and the tough visa process here in the United States, where uh, our our new signing uh, Diani, the Frenchman, still not on the squad because he's going through that process. And and Dean Smith saying Danny that he's expecting a new signing maybe here uh, in the very near future. All right, so. So this is this is really where the failure of this is where it all comes home to roost 
of uh of me being late of me like so the full disclosure is the reason that we started this so late is because i went to work the plan is come home get home from work set up shop get going get the stream going right after get home from work right so i get all the way home i stopped at freaking bojangles got some chicken and uh sat down to set up my computer and realized oh whoops i left my computer and my microphone at work so i did like i literally had to commute home commute to work and commute home again all in the last hour or so like dealing with the horrible charlotte traffic blah 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 blah. so that was horrible it really pissed me off but i thankfully the tifos put me right back in the mood where i needed to be once we started the show after my false start on the first show regardless Anyway, this is where all, all that would it wouldn't even be worth mentioning except for the fact that it actually did affect the show because what I meant to have queued up right here, I wanted to have this GIF. I wanted to drop this little video clip into the stream right now live, and I wasn't able to pre-produce it because I wasn't I didn't have the time because of all that traffic hassle and everything. So the gift that I would have dropped here, if I had the chance, would have been James Franco. On the gallows with the noose around his neck, just looking over and saying, first time. Because I've heard this before from Dino. Like he said, Oh, we're hoping to have a player. I would have hoped we would have had a player signed before the first game. He's told us about new players coming. So Dino can talk about seven day windows where he thinks a guy's going to be signed. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm not falling for this one again because I went all in the last time <laughs> Dino made like a vague type of thing. And now today he says it again and everybody's like, oh, oh, oh. But now the internet's freaked. Like I freaked out too early. Now I think that everybody else is freaking out. I just, I'm not buying it. Uh, see, he's not got you on your, he's got you on your, on your toes right now. He's, he's already in your head. He's, he's telling us that a signing is coming and, and you, you don't believe it. But at this point, I'm going to say, I, know, I do. I know, I know. Boy, he cried do. wolf. I, he's the I boy think, who cried wolf at this point. I think Charlotte FC will get a new signing in before St. Patrick's Day. Maybe not in a week, but how about 17 days? Okay. And on St. Before on Nashville. St. Before Nashville, yes. There'll be a signing that comes in um, maybe sooner than that. We'll see what happens. But that is what's happening in the in the bigger picture point of view uh, for Charlotte FC right now, Danny. So it's an exciting match week. There's there's no doubt about it. And what I was uh, mentioned earlier about the party at Hotfly is, is that it's the first ever. It's the inaugural watch party at Hotfly. There's two mat. There's four massive big screen TVs uh, in the the how the Hotfly brew house um, behind the bar. If you've been inside at Hotfly, where you get the beer, you can go behind the bar into the brew house where they brew the beer. And there's going to be a party in there with the Min City Collective, Charlotte yeah. Soccer Show, La Muerte is going to be there as well. And there's a special. Uh, Beer release as well on Saturday I mean, at Hotfly, Danny. I mean, Johnny, the first away day watch party of the year, we get to host with the Mint City Collective at Hotfly, La Muerte, and a custom Fresh Drop Friday beer called Extra Time, soccer themed. Did, you, did I just hear that correctly? Yes, you did. You absolutely did hear that correctly. And wow. We we are in wow. we're in we're in great shape this Saturday. So I mean the vibes are good. You can always tell right now in this squad that the vibes are good. You know even though you had your your mishap, you know even <laughs> though you you had your three cutes, you know even, even though you 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 start the show uh, and went live before um, you just got you got your happy day. You got you wanted to talk to the the, the tifos uh, so so quickly on the show, but everybody's here now. It's a good thing we're hanging out on a. A Thursday night, and mm -hmm. and we're live here on a YouTube page. Do us a favor if you like the show, um, hit us with a with thumbs up, hit us with a share, drop something in the comments as well. Uh, and if you're an audio listener to the show, cheers to you. Uh, the audio listeners are showing up uh, big time lately. I think everybody's 
uh, catching a little bit of Charlotte FC fever right now. And, and it feels like the club, uh, Danny is in a very unique position to go to Vancouver and get three points. It's, it's, it's going to be, um, it's, it's going to be a really, really difficult task. But again, there was a moment and I want to play this clip again. We started the show with it, Danny. There was a moment before the opening match where, where Ashley Westwood talked, talked about being confident in winning. And Dean Smith is, is again, it's our, it's our friend, Carol Walton, who asked the question and, and Dean Smith is not afraid to tell Carol who he knows by now, by the way, uh, has developed a, a relationship with, remember Dean Smith was voted, uh, in the premier league's most, uh, enjoyable manager to cover, like in many, many years or when he was in at Aston Villa right now. So this is his reputation. And, and, um, He's being serious about getting three points. The fact is, we'll probably land at whatever time, six thirty local time, I think it is, which will be nine thirty our time, and we'll eat, we'll eat as early as possible, get to bed, and then get up in the morning, have our our, pre, our breakfast and pre-match, and get ready for the game. Is that a part of the world you haven't been to? It's not actually. I'm looking forward to it. It's meant to be beautiful, um, so I am looking forward to to going to Vancouver. But you know, the trip is only worthwhile if we come back with three points. Three points. So that's the this that's the goal this this weekend, and it feels like it's a it's a business trip to Hopfly on Saturday night as well, where everybody's going to show up and 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 they're required to have a good time because it's it's all about business. It's about the three points. It's about celebrating yeah. Fresh Drop Friday and a special beer release at Hopfly. Um, it's been great having such a strong <laughs> partnership with them. And, um, hey, here's my question. Here's how I knew. Here's how Hopfly. I knew that Hopfly are partners are twenty twenty four. Presenting sponsor of the show. Here's how they get me. Here's how I knew Hotfly and I had found like a beautiful relationship. Is that their first ever soccer named uh, Fresh Straw Friday drop, this extra time lager? It's Mexican lager. It must have been listening to the show all year about how I love to drink Mexican lagers. Must have, they figured it out and I absolutely love it. It's, it's been selection. Just make sure let's, let's get uh, 500 to a thousand lines to yeah, yeah, yeah. the over under on Dan Graham's extra times is off the board that those odds have been taken off the board you cannot get a line on that it doesn't exist um i'm, I'm actually absolutely can't wait to have a great time that party gets started at four o'clock at how fly so there's plenty of uh, that's that's a lot of lead time for kickoff so uh should be a good time i'll probably be there earlier than four so but hopefully people will start showing up around four and get going. Um, I do want comments up on the screen because I think they're good and I just want people to see them. And as we're talking, we may come back to them later. So keep the comments flowing for sure. Uh, love that Joe Doak says uh, maybe invite Weeby to drink a few extra times. That makes sense. Hey, I mean, they get, that's what they call their show. Maybe, maybe Weeby will come on a Sunday show, you know, who knows? But um, I want to talk about the game. I want to say shout out to Chief Kiefer, go Gunners. Thanks for, uh, it was great to see you at the party last weekend and great to meet you and I hope to see you again. We're not settling for draws. We're taking three. I get it. But you also got to consider this comment uh, from our boy, Joseph Doak. Vancouver's not to be truffled with. And I, I don't know if he's making wordplay there or if that was a typo on trifold, or, but it's pretty funny to say truffle. Maybe they eat a bunch of truffles up there and he was like a reference. I'm not sure. I'm not going to assume on this one, Joseph. But Vancouver's not, not uh, no joke. Vancouver is no joke. And they have a guy named Ryan Gauld. If you don't remember seeing him, if you're not a huge MLS watcher outside of Charlotte, that's okay. You got to watch out for this dude, Ryan Gauld. He's number 25 on the pitch. 
and he's known as the Scottish Messi. You heard we we kind of made that joke with Sasha on the on the earlier uh, bonus episode earlier today. Uh, and he called him the working man's DP. He's like, oh, yeah, Ryan Galt, the working man's DP. He's just like this blue collar. Like, we got Scott Arfield as our Scotsman. They got Galt as their Scotsman. And uh, he's the guy that we have to neutralize. It's really going to be on Urso and and Westwood to to, to knock that out and, and keep the pressure off the back line. Because Vancouver does play a dual striker system, by the, by the way. They just let Galt just fi- find guys up top. Demir Krylak is their second striker who will play like a little bit of a false nine, but Brian White's a target man. I'm just I'm I Vancouver can can put some attack together and they're way more, they have way more chemistry. They might not have quite as much talent as NYCFC, but they have way more chemistry. So a, a sixth clean sheet on the spin, as Dino liked to say, is gonna be an accomplishment, especially on the road. There's a, a player who is expected to start at the number 10 position. His name's Brecht Diagre. And he's he's up for a a a really really difficult match here, trying to make things happen on the road as the central attacking midfielder. This to me is so interesting, and I bring it up because you know if you're watching the show, we really appreciate you being here. We got good news. We got an interview with Sasha Question on the show, and you're going to see that next here on on the Charlotte Soccer Show YouTube page. So so make sure you get there if you're watching on Twitter, if you're watching on Instagram. Uh, make sure you get over to the the Charlotte Soccer Show uh, YouTube page and listen well, to that what's coming up next. It, what's happening is that uh, we have a legendary audience. We have the some of the greatest legends in the history of podcast listening listen to this show, and we're just fortunate about that. And so what that means is MLS legends want to come on and talk to them. So uh, thank you guys for making it possible that the MLS legends have been seeking us out lately. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and I think I, uh, one of the things about uh, this this interview with with Sasha Question, where who, by the way, Danny, I think it'd be a smart idea if I could uh, figure it out how we do this. I'd like to just play it on this stream. We don't have to play it next. We could play it on this stream if we wanted to to finish off the show. Yeah, if you can, if you can fill time for a minute or two, I can probably get that. What do you, what part did yeah, you want to hear? Yeah, right? no, no, I, I just think it's it, it the the part where we talk about Breck Diagra, um, mm-hmm. and the part and where he talked about Breck Diagra being a player that isn't in the top 10 cams in the league and how yeah. MLS was a, a, a central attacking midfielder uh, league and that Breck Diagra was a, a good player. He played against them in uh, Belgium, was it, Danny? Yeah, yep. Sasha was at Anderlecht when Brecht was a, just a young, young player. So Breck Diagra was in, in Belgium and and – and Sasha just kind of left us with the impression that Breck Diagra is not good enough. So maybe that's where the new signing is coming in. And maybe that's where Dean Smith has identified um, the fact that MLS is a, is a league that, that runs through that number 10 position. And, and the fact that Sasha question said that today on the show, I thought it was a pretty bold statement. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he knew he was coming on the Charlotte soccer show and he wasn't afraid to, you know, criticize the guy that yeah. I picked as the team MVP. So uh, just, I can't quite figure out how to stream exactly his soundbite on this one. So chop yeah, that one again up to my own uh, pre-production woes. But I just encourage everyone to go listen to it. It's it's about it's about four minutes into that to that clip. If you if you want to scroll there real quick, it's the next one on the channel. And uh, yeah, I, I think Breck's going to prove him wrong, but it needs to start now for sure. Yep, hundred percent. So go check that out and appreciate y'all listening to the show. Um, that's going to be an exclusive YouTube interview with Sasha, and that's typically what we'll we'll do um, sometimes with these um, with these video sessions that we have 
during the day and uh it's it's fun to pop up and talk to our friends up in, in new york or in this situation california what do we yeah, yeah his yeah. questions his his weekend routine was to to fly to to new york from la um you know get some dinner on friday night play mm-hmm. six v six soccer on saturday morning at the bowery in, in, in lower manhattan oh wow just like a, a sick place to to put on the the turf shoes the mm-hmm. uh not the not the the spikes not the the full heavy boots but just the turf turf ones yeah, hopefully just, the you, sambas hopefully some adidas sambas you know good call yes yeah you, you know no one's going in for a hard tackle in that 6v6 saturday morning match um so he, he gets to do that and then he heads to the studios and he's he's got all the mls games on and and the fact that the charlotte fc matches is the free game on mls season pass this weekend very cool it's 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 important because it's a it's a global service and it's it's week two right it's early in the season and there's there's people who could potentially uh, be interested in mls for the first time and maybe take an interest in the league and all of a sudden charlotte fc pops up as the free game they haven't quite said oh we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna wait a little bit i don't need to subscribe just yet because i went to uh you know my a match last weekend and then you're gonna log on and say oh wow charlotte vancouver 7 30 on saturday night yeah. Hey, the longer we can keep snaking by without having to drop that sub fee, you know, I mean, it's like, hey, you might as well do it. Nothing, nothing's nothing's uh, cheap in this life uh, in 2024 in America. So you might as well take advantage of a free stream when you can. And this stream was free. And, yeah, like, uh, like this- the Charlotte Soccer Show. It's it's 100 percent free. We will give you a refund for anything that you don't like on the show. Guaranteed. No problem. But we do appreciate you all watching. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm pumped, Johnny. Like. We got the party. We got a winning record. We got a road trip. We got a new attitude. If you like some of the stuff, we got to talk to Urso and Diagra earlier this week. Make sure you check out that. We're not just talking to MLS legends. We're also talking to the Charlotte FC guys. Uh, we're going to be talking to Charlotte Independence guys. Uh, there's other other teams are starting to reach out. I know uh, Level Up Luke's in the chat. What's up, Luke? Uh, thank you for being here. Luke on his show, Queen City Soccer Podcast. Uh interviewed the carolina core people recently i would advise you to go check out those out and they had so much fun talking to charlotte they might be coming on this show later just so you know just so you know luke we're not stealing your interviews luke we just you know they they just want to come on all the shows so uh thanks to everyone but if you don't want to wait for us to talk to them go listen to luke's version and uh, thanks to everybody for being here just like i'm just if you can hear me like the exuberance and just like everything that's like <laughs> bubbling out of me right now it's because i'm like yeah. so excited and so in love with this club and uh it's great and i wonder how a great question from uh matt barb will charlotte ever see see ever score concede a goal again no i think that's uh, the way that we we should end this is with our predictions can charlotte fc keep a sixth clean sheet on the road against vancouver danny what's your quick prediction before we get out of here everything inside me says no but my official prediction is yes that they can keep a clean yes. sheet. six on the spin wow. baby six on the spin wow wow so if that happens then all of a sudden we start well first of all if that does happen danny rams there'll be some wine bought for sure and the boys yeah, in the back yeah. line oh yeah uh, well once again uh, did you, how about a, dean a smith nice saying had... glass of of red wine with their wives this week how about dean smith saying that he had to uh take a membership in like a wine of the month club because he's like i'm expecting a lot more clean sheets so i just signed up for the wine of the month club uh rather than buy the bottles uh one by one that was great well, and I'm John Hayes. He's Danny Rams. And for the crown, baby. <laughs> <laughs>